0: hello friends welcome to episode 101 of storyteller conclave this is a show all about helping you run the best tabletop role-playing game that you can whether you're a new storyteller storyteller or dungeon master learning the craft or an experienced storyteller looking to take your game to the next level i am apparently sarah and speaking too fast
1: from here. <laughs> it's okay and i'm rob how are we doing sarah
0: uh we're getting we're getting through okay we're getting okay. through the day okay uh, it's 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 been a bit of a rough one for me. Okay, okay. Uh, warmer weather inherently means instant dysphoria for me. Ah, uh, so okay. It's uh, uh, clothes not quite fitting me right and my body being on much more display mm-hmm, than, uh, mm-hmm. than it is in the winter when I can pile sweaters
1: on it and nobody knows. Fair so. enough, fair enough. Well, it sounds like you literally need to go to the catsuit trench coat affair. Yeah. Then. <laughs> <laughs> Because I heard that works. So, I mean, it worked for Trinity. I, I mean, I, I'm assuming that you could probably make that work. Uh, no, nobody wants to see me in a catsuit. Well, it, it comes with its own corsets and and uh, formware. So, you That's,
0: know? Uh, yeah, okay. You Believe have, me, you there be are moments there. where
1: I would like shapewear. <laughs> Does the, uh, do, do, do the Ray-Bans come with it? Uh, you know, I'm sure at the right price, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay it, you maybe good. like a bundle deal or something. Like I mean, because, look, look at, it, we're, we're, I'm going to step into this just a little bit. Think of every superhero character. Like and I'm not talking like superhero powers, but I'm thinking like any hero character in any fantasy always looks amazing in whatever gear they have. Mm-hmm. Like you I I would just love a few artists to build like that other hero. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I'm
0: I'm I'm actually gonna uh, <clears throat> step into like the World of Warcraft, Warhammer 40k sort of thing, and just get giant shoulder pauldrons. Freaking
1: power armor, go for it. Just just get giant
0: pauldrons that I just hide half of my body, and that's. Uh, you know what? You could also do the power armor
1: abs. That's true. I mean, it worked for Batman. It's true. It works for S- <laughs> Samus Aran. Just don't yeah. go full nipple Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the winter. Only in the winter. <laughs> Only in the winter. Only in the winter. That's that's fair. I mean, Gotham was cold. Let's just yeah. be honest. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> So, <clears throat>
0: so it's uh it's 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 kind oh. of uh, uh, I don't know so I suppose almost almost topical that we're talking a little bit about depression and stuff of like that because no I think it fits uh yeah because our our topic tonight is about GM burnout yeah and um just about uh, how sometimes you know it can it can be taxing to kind of keep up a story uh, you know the, the job of a storyteller.
1: Well, I think any writing is taxing. I mean you'll you'll hear from novelists and writers all the time that mm-hmm. writer's block is a word. it's a phrase that happens and creativity slumps happen. you they grind through it because it's a job. but at the same time, when you're doing gaming as a hobby mm-hmm. and yet your primary work is writing effectively yeah. for your game, it does get exhausting. It like I'm not to say that you're going to run out of creative ideas, but you do sometimes. And sometimes it's not even so much the ideas that you run out of, but it's just the juice.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, or like you one of the other things that, that happens with me is uh, I I I get too into my own head, mm-hmm. and I can I can I, I lack perspective because mm-hmm. it's my story and I'm only seeing it from the one angle. That
1: is perspective loss is because
0: you blind yourself and then your players do something and you're like well i'm painted into a corner there's only one thing i can do here and i don't want to do that one thing so and what do i do you
1: meanwhile know? the players are thinking of a hundred thousand things that could possibly yep. happen in the next adventure and you're exactly. thinking of the one thing because you're 12 steps out already yes yes yeah. that is the i have to say the longer campaigns go the harder it is to get your brain out of that focus that mm-hmm. this is the direction that it must go in yeah because your players don't have a clue they, they don't know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean they, they might have a clue of in their own ideas of what things are going on but realistically they, they have no clue yeah they're yeah. just riding it
0: and I the, getting getting into my own is, is exactly I like you and I actually after after last show mm-hmm, yeah. had a pretty long discussion we about did. like oh god what do I do with my game like mm-hmm. it's it's always a little bit weird coming to you for for advice because you're in my game you know and I'm like I don't want spoilers but like at the same time you don't really care about spoilers it's it's, it's the journey not the you know not the
1: destination that well, you're looking for Well I think also just as myself <clears throat> as a player is that I'm also, because I'm a storyteller, thinking about all of the aspects of your story and what could be next. And so I'm I'm doing the whole, like, machinations of what could be next yep, before yep. the game. And then the moment I get into character, I'm only single-focused on my character stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah, Like,
1: what happened yesterday, what's happening tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. that's all that matters. And it's, it's helped. My character's focus in that sense has really helped.
0: Oh, it's super useful. Absolutely super useful.
1: So... But I mean, it doesn't necessarily take yourself to do that. Mm-hmm. It can be, and I think this is one of the things that I kind of wanted to talk about in this a little bit was that you've got sour grapes moments that happen with any moment, like m- maybe the last campaign sucked, not to say that yours did. Oh yeah, but I mean, you you had, I wouldn't say a sour grapes moment, but you had an ending. Mm-hmm. Something ended. It wasn't a new start it was an end and sometimes that's hard to pick back up from yeah
0: yeah cuz well because because by by ending something necessi- by by necessity you have killed momentum correct so now you've got to start all new momentum and mm-hmm. that that
1: can be difficult a little bit but know? even from like scene to scene you can lose that level of momentum mm-hmm. you can lose that that intrigue of what's next and even when you try and, and then you try and shoehorn it in and your players don't pick up on it and now you feel bad because you've made it worse, yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. you tried to effectively do a come on and it didn't get picked up. And so now you're like, oh, great, my players hate this. Meanwhile, they're just, like, clueless. They mm-hmm. don't they don't even know what's going on. Right, right. You know, or your players aren't into it. Like, maybe they were just having a crap day too, mm-hmm. you know? And so they had no energy and now you're low energy because you're trying to make up for it in the in in your encounters and in the story and they're just not picking up on it
0: you know and and that's that's actually kind of one of those things that i wanted to bring to the discussion tonight is um like i i we've talked before about how you know we do a lot of like uh reddit and stuff like that mm-hmm. um uh, there's a number of different subreddits devoted to uh just you know various gaming games in general mm-hmm. um and also like uh, behind behind the screen yeah um which is dedicated to storytellers and such like that and uh, i've I've been seeing some uh interesting discussion on there about how theres there's a prevalence of media very much like you and I mm-hmm. that are dedicated to improving the storyteller's ability to tell a good story okay um but there's there's so little media out there about what are the responsibilities of the players
1: I, not thinking about that, but yeah, that makes a lot of sense like i I have only seen a few like mostly youtube shorts uh and a few side youtube things about like mostly it's dedicated to how to make your character or how to be a better character or how to get into character but not so much like how to be a better player
0: yeah and i, I think we, we we had done a show a while ago like at least one i i want to say maybe in our first in our in our first 20 shows or something yeah like that. I, I, think I agree it was, it was about um Kind of, you know, get, 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 when when's your first time at the table? Kind of what to expect and what to do. Yeah, and yeah. Um, play, table etiquette, sort of. I stuff.
1: think that's exactly what it was with table etiquette. I,
0: and I, I think we might, we might be revisiting that soon. Cool, um, I'm down for that. But uh, well, we're
1: scheduling things well live on the show. This is crazy. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> well, no, no, this is it's, it's less, less scheduling and more like I think I saw it on our existing schedule.
1: Oh, um, oh, oh, yeah. We had gaming group etiquette nine. Wasn't even before our tenth episode. Oh, wow. We had that. Yeah uh Yeah. So. so.
0: So yeah. Episode nine was gaming group etiquette. Um. But it it got me thinking though. Um. On the subject of how it kind of ties into GM burnout, and that is, um, that when the players, um, when the players don't pick up on their responsibilities, a lot of those responsibilities then fall to the storyteller. Mm-hmm. Um. So for instance, um, if players contribute nothing. It burns the storyteller out faster. Um, like f- rules wise, mm-hmm. okay. Um, as a storyteller, we need to know the rules. Yeah, we need to know them. Pr- I mean, pretty much memorized. Because yeah, we can't we can't constantly be looking things up. it's yeah. a waste of time. that breaks the flow of the story and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So we either need to we either need to know immediately where to find that answer, mm-hmm. or to have that answer off the tip of our tongue. Right. Okay. Players, however. Um, it seems like, like back in, back in, you know, back in my day, um, it, it, this was just kind of understood that like players would know the rules as well. You know, it was a collaborative experience. Everybody was into the game. Everybody was joining together to learn those rules and make it a better game. Mm -hmm. But I've been seeing like a lot of discussion online. I don't don't think it's necessarily too big of a problem in, in our groups respectively. Mm Um, but I've been seeing a lot of discussion online about, you know, uh, people trying to, you know, run their own games and players just refuse to, you know, they're they're 10, 15 sessions in and people still don't know the basics of like, what do I roll to see if I hit? What do I roll for a skill check?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: what How much damage does my sword do? Mm-hmm. And it's like, buddy, you're playing a warrior. That's literally the only thing you need to know about right. your character is how much damage your sword does and what you roll to hit with it. Right. And I'm 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 still explaining this to you, mm-hmm. you know, and like that definitely contributes to GM burnout.
1: I I would agree because it feels grindy. It whole it halts things all the time.
0: Well, aside from that though, is it shows a flagrant like lack of interest and lack mm-hmm. of engagement. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, I, not only am I writing all this all the story for you, but I'm also learning all these rules. And then if you can't. Do something simple like, you know, the thing you've been doing for the last 15 games. Just just learn what that is, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I don't want to sit here and, like, rant about, like, horrible players and stuff like that. But it's definitely a contributing factor. Um, and not only does that go with, like, a rule system, too, but, like, players who refuse to engage with your story. You know, if you've got those players who just they just kind of wanna show up and just sit at the table for 4 hours and sometimes they're scrolling on their phone and only kind of half paying attention and they're doing the bare minimum of role play and you're trying to hand them this epic experience you know of 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 a story and they're just like oh yeah okay it's 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 like when you're on a date Mm -hmm. and the person you're on the date with Mm -hmm. is just staring at their phone and Mm -hmm. you're like this is
1: my favorite movie please pay attention that's i yeah 100% there 100% with you on that it's it's my thing when like i am of the classic mind frame for gaming and i've had to break it of we sit down at the table i'm telling a story stay at the table if you're getting up from the table it means you're not interested Especially if you're doing something else. I mean, if you get up from the table and you're still staring at the table while grabbing like Cheetos or something or having a conversation while you're grabbing those things, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother thing. But if like you legit- legitimately like get up from the table, go into the other room, grab your phone that's been on the charger, kind of plunk through it a little bit, go do something else, come back to the table and go, uh, oh, I'm sorry, where were we? Like right there, you've, yeah. You you have you yeah. told me you don't care about what's going on right well, now.
0: especially like when you have like big dramatic beats, you mm-hmm. know. We're like, you know, uh, the 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 person you've been chasing rips off their mask, and it turns out to be Baron Delavere the whole time. Dun dun dun. And the and group players goes, go, "Who? Who's this guy?" Yeah, like literally the guy you had dinner with the other night. Oh 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 yeah.
1: I, I'm I'm terrible with names. Like what?
0: You're like okay, but. Now that you know who it is, it's Baron Delanver, and it's been him the whole time. Okay. Okay. So like where you want us to roll initiative or something?
1: Right. Like come on. Yeah. You know? Yep. 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 At that point you basically just want to fold up the DM screen and, and walk just, away.
0: Like I'm I'm gonna go play some video games or something, because at this point it's not even worth it for me. Exactly. Know? And that that to me is like the quickest way to burn out mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. is just non responsiveness from players. So like how do you how do you con- how do you battle that though? Because you know, I mean it, that's To a certain extent, that's out of your 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 realm of of responsibility. That's out of your um, ability to control. You know, yeah. So, I mean what what would you what would you say would be like some? I mean, how how do you handle that as a storyteller?
1: I mean, so if you're, I mean, first off, communication is the most important thing. If your players are not, if you're not addressing with your players that you're feeling like they're not engaging in the story, maybe they don't want to. Like, maybe it's too much. Maybe it's too challenging. And Mm -hmm. they're just not coming forward to say it's too challenging because individually they feel that way, but they don't know if the rest of the group feels that way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, you say it to me at least vocally because I ask for it. Like, what's the problem? And you're like, I have no idea any of these names. None of this makes sense to me. And so whenever you say all these names, I'm just lost. I'm absolutely lost. Yep. Give me a lore book. Give me a couple pages. Give me some pictures of people that I can look at while you're telling me these things. Precisely. And and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, all these things are fresh in my head because I freaking wrote them. Uh-huh. You know, and 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 spent, you know, a week before the game studying each of these people in detail so that I know every step of what's going on here and can tell you the idiosyncrasies of all the characters. You literally sat down at my table with a can of Coke and went, okay, am I kicking someone's ass right now? I can't remember where we left off. Mm-hmm. you know and you have to do more than a last time on our game session you 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 have to present more than that and so as a storyteller it is a little daunting to have to do that but especially in a digital age you really have to present more yeah you have to give them something concrete to pull, hold on to and some information cuz you're it's true players like when i started playing D&D and and role playing in general as a player I kept a lot of notes mm-hmm. because I am crappy with names. I am crappy with locations. I need maps and things. I will draw things up. I mean, yeah. I want to be invested and to be invested, I need to keep a lot of notes.
0: Well, yeah, you were, you were like mapping the dun- last dungeon yeah. you guys went to. So you all... get
1: it really accurately too, like scary accurate. I, I map all the dungeons we go uh-huh. into because it means something to me mm-hmm. and it helps me figure out what's going on and keep in my head space of what's going on with the dungeon. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's that way. Not everybody's that invested. Yeah. And so sometimes you'll you'll have it in your mind frame as a storyteller that, you know, your players need to be invested X far into your story for you to be able to enjoy it as a storyteller, sometimes you got to back that off and and maybe make something lighter. Yeah, You may have gone in thinking this is going to be a highly political with lots of characters and, you know, ridiculous intrigue and and special locations and everything. And all those things were going to be meaningful mm-hmm. and come to find out none of your players are following it.
0: Yeah. And it, and it may, it may be because of mismanaged expectations.
1: It may be because they're
0: looking for a lighthearted hack and slash and you're giving them deep political intrigue.
1: Yeah. And, or
0: it may just be, you know, like with what it is with me is it's just a learning difference. Yeah you listed audibly a bunch of like 10 different names to me and my my brain my brain heard the first two and then the rest was just
1: yep, dial exactly. tone exactly
0: um but the moment i was like can you just write those down and give me like a simple flow chart you're like yeah. yes this is this person this is this person he reports to this person and these two are talking to this person Perfect, done, yep. I got it yep. I'm, yep. We are on the same page now you and What's know?
1: crazy is, is I deliberately made made sure That each one of my adventure sets Has no more than seven people Outside of the group At any time, there's only seven people involved Really? That's it
0: God, it always feels I, like it, so much it more It feels
1: like so much more But I think again, just
0: because I have such such problems with processing like names and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, that it just feels so overwhelming at seven. At
1: seven, really? Yeah. Oh my god. It's because it's you're you're still seeing all of the crossing over pieces, Mm -hmm. and again, it's hard to talk about a scene virtually. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Or not use voices, or or set up a scene that's supposed to be complex to get through something. Mm And then realize that maybe you pushed it too far, which is what I did.
0: You know, an idea that kind of just came to mind, and like I I was thinking about it in the in the 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 in person space, having miniatures if if you can if you have the means to do so, Mm -hmm. whether they're painted or not or any of that, you know. But just having miniatures that represent your major NPCs, Mm -hmm. and if they're in scene, just put them in front of you. Yeah. Because that at least gives a visual tie-in to oh I know yeah you know, it's the dude with the big axe yeah. you know or something like that
1: I I just want to see in a standard tool and and maybe if someone's listening this is a good thing to put out mm-hmm. there but I'm gonna pitch it to some people because there's been some really good dungeon mapping software there's some been some great world building software software out there for digital stuff but all I want is a simple scene generator mm-hmm. flat two D I can put a background on it. You know, maybe it's a pub. Maybe it's a city street. And then I can literally drop my tokens on there. Mm -hmm. The token images on there. And it will... Put them in the scene, and I can say, these are the people in the scene, and they have their little name underneath e- them and everything. Exactly.
0: And that, like, that right there would help. And I can just
1: click when I'm talking on them.
0: Would help me with engagement so much. Like, what I, we've, we've kind of got, so I, yeah, I'm probably going to start incorporating that in, in my own games. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. No,
1: we've just had a revelation right yeah. here on the. Because I, because I know we have player-based problems. Mm-hmm. You know, we've gotten so far off topic, but it's okay. Regardless. Well, well no, 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 no. I think we're, we're
0: not off topic because all of these things, if they go unresolved, put pressure in, on, on the, you
1: as a yes. storyteller. Correct. And, and I mean, I'm, all I'm saying to this is that there are always times when communication breaks down between the storyteller and the players. Yeah, yeah. Or even the players and the storyteller. You can't be afraid to talk to your storyteller. If you're having an issue, if you're having a struggle, if you're not engaging or choose not to engage, you, you need to let your storyteller know. Mm-hmm because they may take personally problem or personal offense to it or they may just be depressed about it yeah I mean flat out some storytellers just run that's all they do they they really don't care who's in the party mm-hmm. they're not listening to that they're just there to run a game that either a murders the players or runs their story yep. that's it that's all they're there to do and there's nothing wrong with that play style. That is a totally a, a storyteller style. Some people love that to the end of days. Mm-hmm. Give me an adventure with a storyteller who's just going to run the plot, and I'm just going to run alongside it. And 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 that's it. I'm not going to make a change in the world, but by God, it's going to be an interesting story. You know, kind of a thing. They don't care if you're engaged. Mm-hmm. They're just going to run their game. Um but then there's people like you and me who, you know,
0: yes, I've got a disease. It's called tearing too much and exactly. it's incurable.
1: Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I think, but I honestly think a scene generator would help. I think it would help for multiple reasons. And it would definitely create an aid for people who need it mm-hmm. and help engage the players because now they're staring at things.
0: I would love a robust character portrait creator. Sure. Um I mean they do them in a million different MMOs and mm-hmm. games and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um I would love to be able to just uh whip up NPC's real quick, you know? Sure. Um that would be that would be awesome.
1: There's a couple of ones that do it for tokens that are uh like 8-bit. They're very fast. Mm-hmm. Um they're not very detailed, but they're very fast. Um Most
0: of the ones I found that were random though and you've got to kind of like Really hope that you get the good random pieces, or they they only have like two or three options in them, and you really need to do a lot of like.
1: You really you want to know what I want? Hmm. I want uh, uh, Dungeon Forge or not Dungeon Forge? Um, uh, the minis. Uh, is it dun- no? What is it? I keep losing Hero turn. Forge. Hero Forge. Thank you. I they did a tokenizer. Uh huh. Just let me build you know a, a full character like give give me an option for like a dollar a month or maybe i can only save so many right yeah but i can create a character through that just random like i get to pick a race i get to pick a thing and it randomly creates a character paints it and gives it me with a with a uh with a uh, transparent background yeah that's not a bad idea i mean they, they've got everything you need to do that yeah yeah with facial expressions and everything
0: i guess worst case scenario i could just go into like elder scrolls online and just uh you know, go to the character creator there and just whip stuff up. Sure, but you're not going to
1: get a transparent background.
0: You're not going to get a transparent background. But but insofar as just, like, putting a picture on the scene right. so that I could be like, this is the person you're talking to so you have a face to go with the name.
1: But I'm just saying is that they've got all the tool sets for it instantaneously. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could literally create any race, any character, pre-painted, ready to go. Mm-hmm. W- w- why not do that? Like, why not make that an instant option that can then be dropped into any system just an api sounds good i'd use I, it I, I totally would use that i mm-hmm. would totally and then you could tokenize it you can do everything else with it so now of course we're saying all this and it doesn't mean that somebody hasn't already generated all this stuff.
0: it's thing. true it's true there's it's probably true. a utility out there that already does this sort of thing mm-hmm, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we live in <laughs> we live in that age
1: so. also there's no reason why we couldn't also tap into the ridiculous artist community out there it's true and and give them you know for X number of dollars a month, you know, you, you have unlimited access to, you know, uh, to character generation, generators. Everything's tagged. Mm-hmm. So basically when they create a piece of art, it's tagged with the race and class. Mm-hmm. And then you just go in and, and it you, you get 30 or 40 images instantaneously. And you can put them in your own archive. And now you have it. And it comes from a specific artist. And they get paid for the art getting used. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah.
0: All right, so now that you're burned out,
1: yeah. Now now that all of that's gone to hell and you're burned out, what do you do? How do you dig yourself out of those holes?
0: Uh I mean, I think the first the first thing to do, you know, the the first step of having a problem is admitting you have a problem. So mm-hmm. You need to recognize you're getting burned out or you already are burned out.
1: I I think seeing it with other people is a big thing. Sometimes your players will address it with you. Mm-hmm. Like, "Hey, When are we playing next? And if your first reaction is, uh, yeah, you've, you've just sighed the burnout. Yep. Regardless of how deep you are, you may may be only in level one burnout. You could be full on six because your answer is, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, straight up, that's that's where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Not not because I'm burned out on my game, just because I'm burned out on literally everything else in the entire world. And that's fine. And finding the <laughs> finding that one spoon to push my game back into action has just been
1: tenuous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the other part of burnout is the approaching date. Like maybe you've got a regularly scheduled game that, mm-hmm. that's you know the second. Tuesday of every month or whatever, you know, at seven o'clock and you see it's coming up on Tuesday and you literally have nothing done and, or you're procrastinating. Mm -hmm. Like you're just not getting anything done because you take one look at your notes and the blank sheet that you're staring at. And you're like,
0: "Ah." and your brain just starts screaming. And it's like, I don't want to do this, you know? And you,
1: you find every reason that you can't start Mm -hmm. on it. You can't do anything with this. It's not going to work. Recognize that that's burnout. Yeah, like just immediately step away and be like, "Okay, I am burned out. Why am I burned out?"
0: I mean, I think I think the the the, the main the main rule of thumb for me is that this is a hobby.
1: Mm-hmm. It is
0: a game. Mm-hmm. It is supposed to be enjoyable for everybody, including the storyteller. Correct. And if you are at a point where your game is not enjoyable
1: to you, mm-hmm. that's when you're in burnout territory. Yeah. yeah. So especially that. I think once you've hit that point. Mm-hmm. One of the first things you have to do is take a pause. Yeah. Like, acknowledge that you're taking a pause. Make it an active effort, not a passive, I'm, you know, I'm just going to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, I'll am i get to it. Or, you know, I, I started on some things, mm-hmm. but it's taken me a while. No, no, make an active pause. Hey, guys, I can't do this month. We're going to skip this month. But make it active that you are in it. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm taking some time off. We're starting next month again. This is the date that we're going to do it on. Now everyone else is in on that, but you have to take, you have to willingly, actively make the mental rest to say I am taking a break from this. But know that you're coming back; that it's a break. Yeah. Sometimes that rest can be very long. Yeah, I put yeah. my hand up. I took a very long rest. You
0: did take a very long rest. I needed it. Yeah, you you absolutely did. You had a lot of things going on. Mm-hmm. Your whole family had a lot of things going on, so. Uh, and and all of us as your players understood. Yep. And we were just like, okay, man, well, as soon as you're as soon as you're ready, we'll be back at your table.
1: Yep. Um, and I I think that steps into the next thing. It's it's communicating with your players that this is an active rest that yeah. you need this rest that you need this break. I mean, um, guys, Skalander. I I always get it. I'm terrible with names. I'm a terrible person. Uh, the great GM, how to be a great GM. Oh yeah, guy is fantastic. And one of the things that he's he flat out agrees with is. If you are not ready for your game mentally, don't do it. You're going to give your players a bad game.
0: You're going to give a player, players a bad game, and then you're going to internalize the fact that everybody had a bad Correct. game, and you're going to be like, oh, God, I suck as a GM now, and that's only going to Correct. dig your hole deeper.
1: Correct. This this isn't a job. You're not required to do anything about this. On the other hand, if you're getting paid to run a game session... I was going to
0: say, you're, unless you're one of
1: those professional GMs. You know, yeah, we get that. Sorry, Matt Mercer. You're getting paid to do a show. Yeah. But at the same time, even Matt should be taking a break if he's not in it.
0: He should, yeah.
1: Honestly, honestly. I would love to have a good conversation with him about his burnout, because you gotta know that's hellacious for oh, him absolutely that kind of pressure has got to be even worse for for him or any of the every, ones every who do single online game. call
0: he makes is under a or scrutiny like thousands of tweets flooding into his inbox mm-hmm. telling him he screwed up a rule or something like any that. any number
1: of things just yeah man. but make the accurate thing but recognize and request from your players assistance mm-hmm. you know if you if you tell them that you're burned out let them know you need that help you need that pickup you need the next game for people to be on point for mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. and so that they recognize what they have to bring to the table yep yep you know? absolutely
0: uh, let's see here we talked about rest um so then yeah uh kind of getting back to the idea of then requesting that help that you need mm-hmm, not mm-hmm. only from your players but um just like it's really nice just to have a sounding board. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talked about how you're kind of my sounding board for, you know, for my game, um, I don't know, see you've actually very rarely used me as a sounding
1: board. I have other sources. You've got a lot of other sources. I do have a lot of other sources.
0: You've got, like, communities of people you've met at cons that wrote the games and stuff like that that you bounce stuff off of.
1: I I, I, I invested a long time ago in writing communities and Mm -hmm. people and finding people who would stay in contact. So I do have a pretty good resource base when it comes to, holy crap, I dug myself into a mental hole. Here's what's going on. Peel me out of this Mm story-wise. And every single time, it's usually the same things. like, you didn't. None of this means shit. What do your players actually know? Mm-hmm. And I always go, Oh. So I can throw all this out. Yes. Throw all of your brain out. Start over again. <laughs> and I do. And it, it it I mean, it helps every time to just hear that. But I do it all the time. That's my signature problem. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yeah. But
1: I don't I mean, I I would say that I you know, I, I kind of feel bad that I don't check in with you as much as you check in with me but i think i check in with you and the group a lot more when it comes to um my general feelings. Mm-hmm. Like my exhaustion and what i need from my players. Yeah. I yeah. check in with that a lot more. So. Agreed, agreed. Um and it's it, i think
0: i think your 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 players also know that i've seen um i know my, myself and a handful of your other players are pretty good at even just dropping you little one lines of like, you know, Oh, yeah, next time I'm definitely going to be addressing, you know, this, this yes. particular character or this particular issue. Just so you kind of have a heads up of, like, mm-hmm. what our character's headspaces are. Yep. I think I told you my character is going to be throwing a little magical temper tantrum, probably, if mm-hmm. people didn't start coming around to the idea that magic is not evil witchcraft <laughs> that needs to be hunted and killed on first sight.
1: Well, I mean, the world did kind of go to shit. <laughs> yeah, well, you know.
0: Re- re- look, it was, it was great... Just as a side tangent, it was really great that our friend Chris... Okay, so there's two wizards in our group. One of them is the collegiate high arcanist wizard who, you know, learned from a magical society in a mageocracy and is very snooty about his knowledge of magic. And one of them is a witch from the top of a mountain. Mm -hmm. Trained by a crone. Trained by a crone um, in the middle of nowhere. um, Yep. And they are more or less on equal footing power-wise, but they have two very, very distinct views on things. And last game, there was this great moment, whether whether Chris knows it or not, there was this great moment where he gave a speech about how some wizards only respect power, mm-hmm. and those wizards are the bad ones, right. but some wizards do it for the love of magic mm-hmm. and the love of intellectualism and, and the will to create, and those are the good ones— and I don't know if he realized it or not, but he called Ravana out. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, like, power for power's sake is 100% her M.O. She's oh, yeah. lawful neutral. Don't yeah, get oh, me no, wrong. Yeah, like, yeah. she is completely lawful neutral. She really wants everybody to just be happy and safe. But power for power's sake is 100% her M.O. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, he said that to a druid.
0: But he said that to a druid. A though, wizard
1: yeah. told a, dru- a, a, a fledgling druid that. uh Yeah. Yeah, in a from a world that basically shuns magic at the moment, well, fears and shuns magic. Right, right, right. As right. a whole, so
0: I'm like, hey, you should lean into it, and magic is actually really cool. But like, be intellectual about it, and really, you know, figure out what you want out of it, and don't yep. just don't just flagrantly throw power around. And ravana's over at the corner, going like, yeah, that would suck. Yeah.
1: All right, so you're burned out you've communicated with every, with everyone your players are f- giving you a little bit of feedback don't be afraid to go to muses if you if you if you feel like you're lost before you get there sometimes it helps us i have my own i have yeah. literally youtube you know playlists full of crap that i use as a checkpoint for mm-hmm. myself to get mm-hmm. myself right back into play yeah and what's I mean, it's kind of nice and at the same time sucks is that YouTube's algorithm, especially even off a of playlist, it's if you watch a playlist, it will switch up your things that it shows you. Mm-hmm. So even if it's music now, which is really kind of nice, um, so it can help you get back. So like I have a whole musical playlist and video playlist um, that is dedicated to my current campaign. And I will just start playing that in the background, regardless of what it is. And it may be little video clips, it may be music, it may be other things that helped me either get characters into my mind frame, mm-hmm. whether they're NPCs or scenes or moments of things that I thought were really cool. YouTube then gives me other things. So sometimes it'll give me a whole TV show that I didn't even know about.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'll
1: watch a scene and I'll be like, oh... I didn't even think about that. Add that to the list, and it gives me another level of muse. It gives me a little spark of inspiration.
0: One of my big go-tos when I'm looking for that spark is uh, audiobooks. Mm. I maintain an Audible subscription. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, it's it's they're great for just like oh, I suppose I don't have a 45 minute commute anymore because I've been working from home for the last uh, for the last year. But um, if you're just like working around the house doing the dishes whatever cleaning the bathroom you can just have an audiobook on so you don't have to be sitting there physically reading it I've stupidly convenient um but uh between that and throwing on movies and such like that Mm -hmm. um uh, I I find her probably my biggest my biggest inspirations and what I look for is less looking for media that is adjacent to what I'm with the story that I'm telling. Um, i I I'm telling of D and D story. I don't look for like fantasy media. Agreed. You know? What I do is I put on any other media that I'm interested in and I look for the tropes. Mm-hmm. I look for the, 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 the turns of character or the interesting combination of character traits that make a cool person in that story mm-hmm. or, um, uh, just 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 the tropes of like you know a knight in shining armor rescuing the fair maiden or you know to, as an example you know yeah. just something like that that i go oh god you know that really like spoke to me do I have characters in my story I can do that with?
1: I find Law & Order, old Law & Order episodes do that for me. Really? Mm-hmm. Law & Order, huh? Yeah, there's so many characters. There, are, Well, yeah, there's tons, yeah. You have a lot of speak, uh-huh. a lot of, sorry, a lot of speech. Uh-huh. You have a lot of standard characters who you can watch. But at the same time, you're getting, effectively, characters who don't have a lot of growth. Mm-hmm. They're not going to change much. You mm-hmm. want those those base characters to be the same character. But you're getting little stories out of them. You're, which teaches you just a little bit more about them but not enough that it changes the whole story yeah so yeah. what you know what's a little thing in one scene and so I was I was watching a, a, one of the episodes just recently um that gave me just a bit of inspiration for something totally outside of my game mm-hmm. but I, I made a note of it and it was uh one of the detectives um was talking to another one and uh they were looking over uh the phone calls that a juror had made. And they said, uh, you know, you know, they're like, OK, well, you made phone calls to his daughter who he loves dearly. Oh, mm-hmm. great. OK. Yeah, we knew that. She's at college. Yeah. yeah. And then he called his wife three times. Or his ex-wife three times. He called his ex-wife three times. yeah, there's nothing weird than that. You know, I've talked to my ex-wife before. Dude, when was the last time you talked to your ex? You know, you know, maybe maybe he didn't. Maybe she didn't recall, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, that remembered. He looked right at him. and He goes, when was the last time you talked to your ex-wife? three years four months two days we talked at 2 p.m. while i was at a cafe exactly and they went right <laughs> back to her house and talked to her like come on you did you talk to your husband and you forgot about it no way mm-hmm. and she broke down and was just like okay something else is going on but I, you know you, you know there's something else but it was that little interaction that you got to know about him again that he actually cared about his ex-wife Yeah. that he wasn't the one who left that was never addressed Mm -hmm. you know it maybe in one episode previously there was a point where he had talked about the fact that she left him Mm -hmm. but there was no but you now got to see another little insight about that character that didn't change the story yeah and so i think about those things and i think about the interactions between my npcs to make them real yeah, yeah. What's a what's a little thing that makes them real? When your when your character when one of your NPCs hands another character something personal to them, add a piece to it. Mm-hmm. Give them a little bit more, like handing them a book. Like, please ignore the scratches in the front. My my daughter used it the last time, and I think she highlighted some things. She was very young when she was doing her wizardry work. Before she went to Wizards College. Mm-hmm. And just, that's it. Now now the players know, A, he cares about his daughter. Oh. B, she went to Wizards College, and he's sorry that she's gone. Yeah, yeah. All those things now just me- have meaning. Do they change the story? Do they shift anything else? No, but it gives your players a little insight on that person, and now you've made them living. Yeah, that person's a little more real to them, yeah. But it's those things of Muse that I get. In, in in you know a 2 minute clip on youtube and I, yeah. i'll save that and i'll put it in with my role playing stuff and now i'll be able to pull that out later and go oh okay
0: and sometimes it's all that all that all that takes is just that little spark to you know get the get the furnace going mm-hmm. um you know to 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 rekindle your your inspiration and your enthusiasm for your game you know mm-hmm. sometimes you're just you're just you're just in that rut Mm -hmm. You don't know where you're going, and then just thinking while you're doing the dishes on a lazy, rainy Sunday afternoon and listening to an audiobook, and you're like, oh, holy crap, this is completely unrelated to my game, but my character could do, you know, or my my NPCs could do exactly the same thing. (gasps) Oh, I just solved it. Oh, my God. Oh, wait, wait. And if he does that, then that means this other thing Mm -hmm. can happen. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. And, like.
1: Now you're in Muse. You don't finish the dishes. Nope. (laughs) And you just go right. Mm-hmm. So And it's good. I mean, yeah. you don't go too far, but it's it, you always want to write those things out so that you have it complete in your head and then just roll it back and pick out if, the parts that are important.
0: Even if that's all you write, mm-hmm. it's just that one interaction of like, okay, hold on a second. The next plot point is just going to be this. Mm-hmm. And even if you don't have any more energy than to do that, you've at least done that. And that's the first step. And Sometimes that's all that causes to cause an avalanche, you know? Yep. And you think, well, that's all the inspiration I had. And then two days later... You're trying to fall asleep, and your brain goes, psst, you know what else you could do?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then your eyes shoot wide open, and you're just staring at the ceiling it's thinking about it. It's midnight,
0: and you're like, I'm going to be so tired tomorrow, but my game is going to get written.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, I, those are great things, too. I, the other thing that I find is the opposite, and that's where I'll watch uh, uh, everything wrong videos uh-huh. with, like, movies and TV shows. Oh, yeah. Just to see how shitty plots happen.
0: How not to trope. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, And sometimes that's enough to remind me like oh I shouldn't do that oh okay well that means I can do this instead Mm -hmm. like why am I so hell bent on this being a dude or a chick Mm -hmm. this person could be a gelatinous cube with cue cards you know (laughs) That just bubble up inside of him every once in a while. You're, t- you're taking the
0: sentient lamp uh, exactly uh, trope to a to a to its logical <laughs> why, maximum. <laughs>
1: why, why not? Why not? So, but that's the thing is that you never know where you're going to truly get your muse from. What's going to pull you out of that rut? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think it was uh, hyperbole and a half. Uh, the book. Uh, that yeah. she wrote, yeah. had a, a compl- it's a beautiful book, there's some wonderful things about depression in it, and some terrifyingly on point things that I've either felt myself or seen, and re- read. Like, realized that more people need to read this book.
0: Oh yeah, Hyperbole and um, a Half uh, definitely hit close to me yeah. uh, if you've not seen it um, it's a webcomic was yeah was kind of a web comic series that um i i apologize I do not know the name of the author in yeah, real life um wrote a bunch of web comics and stuff of like that to kind of deal with her depression mm-hmm. and such like that so be a uh, content warning that they are kind of heavy but they're very entertaining and yeah. very well done that's also where the clean all the things meme or came just from. all the things oh, the yeah. all the things meme yeah. that's where that came yeah. from
1: but uh um in it at one point she's literally laying on the floor because she had been like the only way that she would move around was like a slug in a blanket mm-hmm. and she's laying on the floor and she's staring under i believe the stove or the, the stove, fridge I it was yeah and she just sees this crumb this this like nugget sized crumb and that's it underneath it, and it breaks her and it breaks her because she's she's not even thinking like how it got there she's just seeing it and it's funny to her and it's enough to tip her over mm-hmm. to push her past things and start laughing at, at ridiculousness and, and let her mind shift away from it. And sometimes that's all you need is just a little step to the left mm-hmm. and, or jump to the left and then a step to the right.
0: <laughs> and then there's a pelvic thrust that really drives you insane. I it does.
1: Know. It does. Honestly, it does. Um, <clears throat> so that being said, if you can get yourself mused started, the, the ignition is there. taking the next Next steps can be challenging. But one of the best things is understanding that this is a restart. This is you turning the key over again. You're not running. You're not warm. Mm -hmm. You're literally restarting. And what that can mean for you is that the start point of where you think things should be in your story may not be where it needs to be. Mm -hmm. You could retcon everything you did up to that point and your players may not notice. (laughs) Straight up.
0: Depending on how engaged they were before, yes. Right. That's that's true.
1: And they don't know what they don't see beyond the hill. That's in your headspace. Mm -hmm. They don't know that the gods had an argument last week about the thing they did, and now this god has definitely got to solve a problem by sending these dudes after them. Mm -hmm. They don't know that. All they know is that last week there was a beholder in their chamber that they accidentally turned stone through some miracle of one of the players and and ended up with an artifact. Mhm. That's all they know. They don't, they don't know anything more than that. Yep. They know a god may be involved with this. In and honestly like time jumps are also a,
0: a very viable thing too. Like if you need to if you need to just like uh, I don't I don't like where last game session ended. It left me with a very sour moment and I don't right. I don't really want to have to resolve whatever was going on there and yep. stuff that. You can just be like, "All right, it's a week later. Yeah, this is what's happened. You yeah. guys are at an inn. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and and there's nothing wrong with that. Seven C is really good about that. It's yeah. scene to scene, not moment to moment.
0: Yeah, there's no need for continuation of like moment to moment continuation. Also,
1: there's nothing to say that you can't um, like if you really want to just throw it all out and just be like, all right, uh, it's been two weeks. The rain is hard. The carriage is racing as fast as it can through it, while its wheels covered in mud. Arrows are pelting the back from crossbows. In media res, they found you. Yep, and you're like, "Who found us? Who found us?" <laughs> you know, and and boom, now now you've moved on, mm-hmm. and your players literally move into their character. Of like, okay, what's my character doing? What happened? Yep, and boom, you're there. You're yep. you're engaged. Just drop them in media res and just watch them scramble. Yeah, and let them ha- come up with what's really going on. You've got a chase going on. They, 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 your your NPCs don't even have to talk during that chase. Mm-hmm. Your players will figure it out, <laughs> and that's that's the basis of a good restart. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now you're rolling again. Now it's now it's the keeping it up. Now it's keeping, keeping it up. Yep, yep. And and basically preparing yourself for the next one because it's gonna happen.
0: Yep, it's
1: absolutely. gonna happen. So. Let's get to some questions. I think it's a good idea. Oh, yeah. I was going to list out a few things that like I use. I think
0: we kind of already went through there. Yeah, we, we?
1: kind of did. I, I would say um if you're interested, hit me up in the chat if you're interested in some of the stuff that we find, some of the the YouTube's and, and stuff we're interested in, um we can throw it in the chat channel and you guys can 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 we can go back and forth on what's beneficial to us and what helps us get out. Yeah, and plus, totally. if you're in a rut right now, message let the channel help mm-hmm. help you out as well join our discord please
0: uh you know and also keep in mind too um you know we we uh, we post regularly on twitter yeah we do um we've also got a facebook page now we do a facebook community so yes. uh if y'all want to engage with us there that's would love also it. a thing we so, would love it honestly uh, just trying to you know make it more convenient and you know if you two are in a rut and need to bounce stuff off um i know we've got a uh story discussion channel on our discord too that's really good yep um, just throw something out there and just be like, hey, guys, I, I don't know what the hell's going on now. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I guar- guaranteed at least three people will jump in and be like, have you thought about this? Exactly. So.
1: All right. Hit us a question.
0: All right. So Knox in the Box asks, in an effort to take the focus away from the burnout onto motivation, I've gotten into the habit of recording and documenting projects that I'm proud of hmm. or that shows proof that I've gotten some asp- – uh, grown in some aspect of the skill – Are there any tools or tips that um, somebody might use to build their own prideful trips down Tabletop's memory lane? Perhaps an accomplishment book or something similar?
1: I actually had a journal um, where I would make notes uh, for my games that was separate from my uh, in-game notes. Uh, How
2: about that? Okay.
1: And I would write down lines from players, Mm -hmm. like either quotes or moments uh, with the date. So while I was running through again, it would help with 7C because that gave me drama dice. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rex- uh, directions. But what it also gave me was it reminded me about what was going on in those stories. mm Okay. And that really did help. I found that that was very beneficial. Right, right, right. I should do it more often. I don't.
0: So. Uh, I don't necessarily know that I do that with, like like, the actual, like tabletop game itself but what i do have is a tumblr blog where i post a lot of my <coughs> miniatures and stuff like that mm-hmm. uh works in progress and stuff like that yeah. and i'm followed by a bunch of other painters and stuff like that yeah. so um uh our our slash mini painting on um on reddit mm-hmm. uh is another place where i all post and stuff yeah. like that and just kind of show off my physical works and, uh, you know, when, when those get 200 likes or something like that, that makes you feel pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. A good It's a good pat on
1: the back. So I, I definitely think accomplishment books is a great way to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's, there's some actual really good campaign journals out there mm-hmm. um, that you can get, um, both that are, you know, PDFs that you can print out yourself or fill in. Um, but there's a few physical ones that are out there that are, are just fantastic. And they actually include um, DM notes that are outside of story. Uh, so that you can say like you know because it helps you when you're at the end of the game doing the the call back to your players of like okay was this a good game what was good about it mm-hmm. you know give me one moment that you really enjoyed and you can make those notes too yeah that's true that's so because you're not you're subject to your own bullshit um <laughs> all right overwatch asks having experienced the mother of all dm burnouts myself how do you come back from it? What are some good ways to relight the fires, get the wheels uh, turning, and get back on the table in a way that is comfortable and rewarding at a new time in your life after a, uh, hitting a hard, uh, hitting your limit? I, I think we kind of d- dashed through a lot of that in the the game, but I think for long breaks, it's finding a muse.
0: Yeah, yeah. Find um... finding the
1: crumb under the the oven, you know finding the one thing that makes you look at gaming and say yeah I want to tell that story I think that's the that's the crowbar that starts it in and then after that it's talking to one other person that you know is interested
0: so just so you have somebody somebody else's enthusiasm to feed off mm-hmm. of and I think that's mm-hmm. really super valuable yeah
1: having those enthusiastic resources you know your own personal hype person thank you Knox um is always nice to have you know Nox does a fine job of keeping us hyped up almost on a too regular basis, I would say, Hmm. but it's wonderful. But I think everyone has a player who loves their stories. Everyone has someone who listens to them a little bit. And if you don't, start talking. Find that person that can give you a little extra muse, that little push of, like, hey, so I'm thinking of doing this game that involves piracy and uh, an artifact, uh, and one of the main characters that I'm going to have in the party is going to be the captain uh, of the ship, but the ship is going to be a living ship. Like, it's got its it's, own—it's alive, and the only person who knows that is the captain. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, okay, and so so now somebody starts questioning you. They may not be enthusiastic about it, but they're going to start asking you questions about it, and that is its own level of enthusiasm.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I I think the other thing too, like to to kind of address the other half of your question, um, you know, implying from uh, not just coming back from a little burnout, but coming back from like bouncing off of rock bottom, right, you know, right, right. Um, where not not just your DMing, but your your you know maybe your life hit a yeah. severe bump oh yeah uh, oh yeah i am pretty familiar with that position myself so yeah uh, what i'll say is start small mm-hmm. um don't reach for the stars on your first on your first foray back into, into storytelling um, give yourself a small victory to feed off of and try to build some momentum you know get a group together play a basic game of D or Shadowrun run or whatever just yeah. send them on a milk run nothing too mm-hmm. complicated don't try to recreate jarge Jar- rr martin's mm-hmm. epic intertwined story with 10 yep. billion characters just or or grab a, a predefined adventure or grab a predefined adventure yeah. yeah and just and just just work on making it the best little story that you can mm-hmm. focus on the player's enjoyment Focus listen to on, it. Yeah, just listen to it. And and just take that little victory mm-hmm. of running a small, simple game with friends and let that feel familiar, mm-hmm. let that feel good, and feed off of that enthusiasm.
1: Make the best grilled cheese sandwich you can make.
0: It, precisely. Mm-hmm. Precisely.
1: Yeah, don't, don't go reaching for something new, necessarily. I mean, if it's enthusiastic for you, great. Mm-hmm. But... F- but find knowledge about it. Don't let it be a stumbling block. Yeah. Don't let it be something that stops you. Don't think, like, I need to create a new world and a new set of rules and, and dig into this. You're, you'll be literally at it for years. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and the the thing is, is when you're setting yourself up for failure there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. if you're barely scraping the spoons together to get back in the saddle, then, you know, you're not going to have the spoons to finish something major like that. Right. And then you're going to take that as another failure. Exactly. And, and that's just not where you need to be, especially after a major life event like hitting you know hitting a really rough patch hitting a rock bottom sort of sort of event so yeah yeah and and find people who are going to be enthusiastic with you yeah absolutely absolutely and you know chances are too you know if you if if you do have at least a a decent group of friends they're going to be very understanding of that Mm -hmm. you know your friends are right there with you we talk a lot about the assumption of friendship at the table yeah and your friends want you to succeed yeah you know, in spite of what, what the the stupid brain gremlins might be telling you, mm-hmm. your friends want you to succeed, your friends want you to be happy, and they want to be happy, you know, with you. Mm-hmm. So, if all you can manage is the best darn D&D grilled cheese that you can make, mm-hmm. serve it up. That's right. And everybody's going to have a good time, and we're going to all take baby
1: steps together. There we go. All right. Matt Elf said, with the idea that burnout is a result of unaddressed stressors and accumulation over time... One, what are some signs that you look for as a seasoned storyteller that indicates you are heading towards burnout? Excuse me. And two, what tools do you use uh, use to address stressful experiences to mitigate and accumulate enough that you don't become burned out? So mitigating it before you even get there. Yeah. Yeah. I would say as far as uh, the signs, we kind of talked about some of those. It's the hesitation to want to run something or procrastination at running it or even working on it. Yeah. Yeah. If you find yourself doing that, then you know there's there's an issue there.
0: Uh, I I knew I was getting burned out. Um, again, not 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 because of my game, but literally because of everything else going on in the world right, right now. And my game is just too stressful to even think about. Mm-hmm. When um I saw a message posted on the Discord that my game is hosted on, mm-hmm. and like I, I had a moment of dread of like, oh god, is that somebody asking me when I'm gonna when my when my my game's gonna yep. be scheduled? Yep. Oh god. And then I clicked on it and it was just somebody posting a meme. Yeah. But yeah. That's that's when I knew.
1: Yep. And and you have to be able to recognize those things. Yep. And I think uh, tools to address stressful experiences and mitigate I I think I don't know I think it comes down to communicating with your players more mm-hmm. and making sure that they're aware of what's going on. Like if you only see each other's once a month, like in, in, in your sessions. Being in contact with them, using things like Discord and stuff, where you have channels that are part of the group but not necessarily part of the adventure, mm-hmm. so that they can know and you guys can stay in contact outside of that. Yeah,
0: uh, I I think that's that's definitely an aspect. Um, I think for me, one of the big thing, the things that helps is meta discussion. Mm. Um, so we, uh, at least in our own personal groups, yep. I know, and I know this varies group to group. It really so- does. Um, this isn't, I I wouldn't say this is a blanket solution, but in our own groups, we encourage meta discussion, um, being that, uh, players discussing the plot of the game and deciding from an out of character standpoint, what they want to do and how they're going to engage with the story. Um, some people call it table talk. Uh, I I encourage a lot of that. I know Rob does as well. Um, just simply because it keeps players engaged with the story. Yeah. And I I find it compensates for the fact that like within the scope of the story, your characters are there, living, breathing it, seeing it firsthand, and experiencing it. But the players are who are puppeteering those characters are only experiencing it maybe once a month. Yeah. Over
1: Discord. Right.
0: You know, and having to imagine all this stuff in your hand. So you you have this thick layer of separation between player and character. Right. And so having a little table talk to kind of come up with some ideas or mm-hmm. workshop workshop a solution to a problem in the mm-hmm. game or whatever. Yep. Or even just banter about like, hey, uh, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? Yeah, I, I find makes up for that gap yep. a lot. Yep. And when I'm starting to feel burned out... I always find that my players engaging in some of that table banter, um, in that meta banter, mm-hmm. really helps me because it shows me that even if I'm not necessarily feeling enthusiastic, they are. Yeah. And so if I did get back into the game and be like, okay, I'm gonna run something, they're gonna be there, right? And they're gonna want to play. You and know,
1: we used to. Ha- I mean, I will say we used to have that because pre, you know, before COVID, you know, 16 years ago, um, you know, when we'd go out to dinner. Like you get two of our players at the table, they would sit down and start talking about the game or about something from the game Mm -hmm. or even a different character that they're interested in playing in the next game that you're running, you know, or they heard about what you're going to be running next. And now they're interested about that. And that's that's always wonderful. But with, you know, the digital world, it's unless they put it down, you don't hear it. You don't see it. Yeah. So I think as players, it's good for us to do that with our storytellers, to keep them aware that they're in our minds. And when we get back together, that maybe we relight those conversations, that it isn't so quiet. Yeah. 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 And I think it'll come back. And I think that's a good thing. We have a, uh, a mutual friend
0: and a uh, player in my game that texts both of us regularly. <laughs> sometimes uh, right after the show. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes during the show, <laughs> it's like, you know what I'm going to yes. do with my character. And that, like, that gives me so much life. Yeah, <laughs> it really, really does. Just, just knowing that at least one of my characters is just so gung, or one of my players is just so gung ho to get back at the table with us. Yeah. So,
1: but I, 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 we got something in live show chat that I want to end with before okay. we get to our closing. Um, Knox posted something that is 100 percent true, and it's a quote from uh, Juliet uh, C. Uh, Obido. Is that correct? Am I saying that right?
0: Obido, yeah. We'll um,
1: burnout exists because we've made rest a reward rather than a right.
0: That is so true. Yeah, rest and- re- taking a, taking time for a rest is self care. Yep. Yeah. You need to do it. It needs to be part of your routine.
1: Yeah, and remember that for your d d games. Yep. Long rests and short rests are meant for the DM too.
0: Exactly. All right, so, so next week's topic we are doing it's a second second Wednesday of the month, so we are doing a system spotlight again. This time we're going to be doing this on a fun little game called Apillion, A Dragon Epic by yes. Magpie Games. Uh, so you can find us up on Twitter at ST underscore Conclave on Instagram ST underscore Conclave up on MixLR every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern time. We record live. You can listen to it at mixlrcom slash Storyteller dash Conclave and uh, join us in the live chat on the Discord. Um, you can jo- find the Discord link on our Twitter as well as our website storytellerconclave.com
1: Thank you so much to our Patreon members. Everyone makes it so much easier for us to do this every single week. But especially our named members, Knox in the Box, Sam, the Arcane Asylum, Sparkle Motion, Veteran, and HuluVoo. That list our, gets longer every time. It, I'm so happy that it does because yeah. you guys make it so much easier. Our pre-show music is by Arcane Anthems. You can find that at patreon.com slash arcaneanthems um our intro music is beyond the warriors by gee frog you can find that at grief gee frog music dot com our outro music which you're hearing right now is only our footprints in the sand by midair machine you can find that at soundcloud.com slash midair machine slash
0: tracks a big shout out as always to our families uh vicky and sean thank you so much for thank loving and supporting us all of our friends who've sat with us at our tables over the years ago we these these great stories to share with you and you every single one of our listeners we love you so much
1: we love you good
0: night good night